listening to Date Smart with Taylor Wade. 20 years ago, I co-founded Ambiance Matchmaking, an exclusive matchmaking agency that has helped over 100,000 singles master their dating lives. In this podcast, I share the same tactics and techniques with you. We'll dive into the basics of human attraction and chemistry, what makes a compatible partnership, does the one exist, plus much, much more. We'll do it all with the help of matchmaker Leslie Wardman, who started matchmaking in the 1990s. Mastering your dating life is easier than you think. It's just a matter of science and a little know-how. So grab your coffee, follow along, and don't forget to hit subscribe. So here I am in the middle of nowhere. Salud, Machi. My dog just sneezed. And talking to myself because I feel like making track of my progress is so important. And usually I would write these random thoughts down on pen and paper, but I'm adventuring with my little man and we are literally geographically lost in the middle of nowhere of these beautiful luscious green mountains of Vallette but you know what I feel so found and it's an incredible space to just be able to explore outside and in turn explore myself and I don't know when I'm going to listen to this again, but I know when I do, it's going to be the right time. And it's going to be a nice reminder as to how far I've come, not only in my journey, but in life. Yeah. This is my good friend, Talina, and that was an old sound clip from when she did active meditation in the mountains of Puerto Vallarta. Selena bought a one-way ticket to Mexico after ending a seven-year relationship in her home country of Australia. She was alone in a completely foreign country, feeling lost and unsure how to begin again. And so she began peeling back the layers to uncover what was at her core. This may not seem relevant to dating, but knowing yourself is the most important step in our dating journey. By getting to know ourselves, we can uncover and release years of suppressed trauma and pain, feel comfortable in our own skin, and set clear expectations in our relationships. Knowing ourselves is the most efficient path to meeting our life partner. Okay, it's time to get into the nitty gritty and find out how to do the work and getting to know ourselves. I want to talk to Talina and find out exactly what her process looked like. Hola. Hi. I thought we could begin with your personal self-discovery journey. Walk us through the genesis of how that came to be. Wow. Well, first of all, it's never ending because we are forever evolving and I go through these phases where I'm like, cool, I've got it all sorted. I know what's up. And then shit hits the fan. I'm like, okay, rewire. Okay. Figure it out. And it's just ongoing. Right. So 
as far as I'm concerned, we never entirely know ourselves fully, which is a beautiful space to be. It's just know yourself where you're at and then figure out the next phase. Um, for me, I guess being an Australian, I lived a very settled status quo lifestyle. I had the job, I had the boy, I had the house, and I was settling without feeling settled. So I packed up my life into two bags and I ran away to Mexico. I brought a one-way ticket to Mexico. And when I got to Mexico, I was like, oh, now what? So I had really no option but to dive into work on myself. And it was messy. It was raw. It was uncomfortable. But it allowed me to have the confidence that I do have about myself. Having that confidence... um, for a long time, it was kind of a front. It was a defense mechanism. It was to keep me safe from other people really seeing who I was. And my daddy calls me a coconut. I'm actually part Polynesian, so it kind of makes sense. But he's like, you're hard on the outside, but you're all mushy on the inside. <laughs> and you know that there's a lot of truth in that. But I, I just didn't know how to show that inner mushiness without feeling as if I was being seen. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. doing the work on myself, I was like, you know what? Have the hard shell, have the mush. You're just going to have it all. And in my experience, it's a good filtration. Yeah. I I get to really call in people that love me just the way I am. And I also get to filter out the people that just aren't a good fit. This is my first time hearing Talina tell her story. And it's making me like her even more than I did. I mean, it takes a lot to admit that you were pretending to be confident as a self-defense mechanism because you were scared to show your true self. And that's what happens when you do the hard work and getting to know yourself. You shed layers that no longer serve you so you can walk into your higher self. Okay, back to our chat where she talks about how triggers played the most important role in doing the work on herself. Being triggered by what people do or say and instead of lashing out like you, you, you and doing the blame and shame, I would take a step back and think, why is that bothering me? And that is something that was profound in my, I guess, uh, turning a really crappy situation many times into a very rich and yummy experience is because it's not the crap that's happening on the outside it's quite often that's what lets you should you acknowledge it see what's happening on the inside oh that's so important I love that what I want can you walk us through exactly how that works because I know like so many of us get triggered on a daily basis and like yeah how does that work is it just like you keep asking why 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 until you get to the root cause or, or what does that process look like Absolutely. Growing up, I was always that annoying kid, but why? (laughs) And I got really frustrated when my parents or or even teachers would say, because it is. It's like nothing is ever because it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like no. And taking on the responsibility for myself to really figure out, like, why am I being triggered? Why is this challenging to me? And yeah, it's just, it's, it's actually really simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think for a lot of us complicated. Yeah. And so a lot of my 
wise and a lot of my uh, inquiry came back to, oh, well, take it all the way back to growing up, right? And even though I had great parents and they provided above and beyond for myself and my siblings, as I'm now growing up, I realized that they had a very dysfunctional partnership. And so a lot of my triggers came down to either what they did or what they didn't do. And this might sound really off topic, but it's actually very relevant. And I think if more people just consider their relationship with, with their parents or mm-hmm. their like a you know carer or who, whoever is the adult when they were growing up, mm-hmm. it starts to make sense with like how and why we do what we do. And what I'm realizing is as a grown-up now, we have a choice. We can either choose to continue these patterns which we were taught to be normal or we can be the change agent. And so going back to my point of not wanting to feel or look like a fraud showing up for my clients, I needed to rewire, reprogram and figure out a way to upgrade. And to do that upgrade was to go back and to, you know, and to see what was happening, what didn't I like, why didn't I like it, and how can I do it different? And how, and how did you do that? Did you, do, did you journal? Did you just sit with yourself? Did you, what, what does that look like? <laughs> I'm a super adventure and I'm a very outdoorsy gal. Fortunately, where I was living in Mexico, it's surrounded by jungle, mountains and oceans. So I did a lot of active meditation and that simply just looks like walking my dog for hours. God bless him. Um, and, and, and quite literally not thinking anything because a lot of the time we get so tired thinking of thinking. Yeah, that metacognitive metacognitive state. And it's like, man, like it's also really healing to not think. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I would journal. Absolutely. I learned to journal Um, about journaling. It's awesome to get your thoughts on paper, but it's even more awesome to go back and read through it, right? Because that to me was the intel that I needed to make sense of myself okay Mm -hmm. so in the moment I'm writing it and and it's very it's very authentic Mm -hmm. right I'm gonna write if I'm feeling good I'm going to write if I'm feeling angry I'm going to write if I'm in love like whatever like it just comes out and then in a week or two or month I go back I'm like oh wow that was really interesting good or bad that's what I was thinking and feeling that day and um also with journaling Something I know a lot of people stop themselves from journaling because either they don't want to see what's in their head, basically, or they have this idea of being scared of looking back. Probably the number one reason why people don't take time by themselves to actually do the hard work because it's it's scary. I mean, all of us have bruises from our childhood and, and yes. things that I think people probably don't even remember. I have a, like a crazy story about a friend that underwent um, hypnosis and she 
found out something in her childhood that she didn't even remember. And then as soon as she went through that and keep in mind, she hadn't had a good night's sleep. I think she was sleeping like three or four hours a night for her her entire life. And that night after her hypnosis session, she slept like a baby, like eight hours. Cause she just like, (laughs) yeah, she got it all out. She was crying afterward. It was just like a huge release. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like to think I I just, what's there that I, I, maybe I don't even remember. It's just right. This was exactly what I was looking for, a toolkit for working through issues and evolving. First, I love that she used triggers as a way to turn a negative situation into a rich experience. And really, this was the gateway to uncovering and working through her pain points. Okay, there was one more piece of the puzzle to all of this, and to me, the most profound, reconciling with our parents. And it's not to say that my parents or any parent were horrible parents. You know, in the moment, they're just doing their best. I mean, my parents were four kids with a business and a mortgage at 23. When I was 23, I was traveling the world. I was in the middle of Africa somewhere, you know, and it's like, wow, like just to have grown for myself, really gone back to think, okay, this is what happened this is why I'm triggered blah 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 I've got so much more compassion for my 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 mom mm-hmm. my mom because we don't have the greatest relationship so it's been really humbling to work on myself to also patch up things with us and just look at her and say thank you so much for doing your best mm, yeah right because she didn't have the tools that I have access to today she didn't have the brain the bandwidth that I have developed today. Mm-hmm. So when I when I put things into perspective, it's like, oh my God, thank you so much for doing your best. And it makes me more appreciative of her. I love that. She- that gives me chills just like, because it's so easy to keep going down the same path and be angry and have resentment. And and you just completely sw- like created your own story. I mean, you just created your own perspective on it. And it's just it's amazing. It's a whole, it's a whole new, I mean, it's a whole new life after that. I really did get chills and I even teared up a little bit. I think it's because so many of us walk through life with grudges, resentment, shame, and guilt. And we just learn to cope with these emotions that weigh us down and cause roadblocks in our relationships. But By knowing ourselves, we can uncover and release years of suppressed trauma and pain. This is the most important step in our dating journey because it allows us to switch our perspective, rewrite our story, and start experiencing elevated emotions that quite literally raise our vibrational frequency. At that point, the process of attracting our life partner, it's quite easy We all want to feel more connection and chemistry in our dating lives. Knowing ourselves is the first step. So even though it's scary, maybe even frightening, to revisit our past and peel back the layers, isn't it worth it? This is episode two of Date Smart, tactics and techniques for mastering your dating life. This podcast was hosted by me, Taylor Wade, and includes guest Talina To'o, founder of The Cointelli, helping burnout teachers build personal brands, create their own curriculum, and turn passion into profit. A huge shout out to Colby Wade for contributing his music to this episode. You can check out more at colbywademusic.com. 
This podcast is brought to you by Ambiance Matchmaking, an exclusive matchmaking agency for selective singles. Complete an application by clicking the link in the episode show notes or going to ambiancematchmaking.com forward slash apply. You can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Until next time, and thank you for listening.